If you have an online program, you know it's true. Launches can be extremely exhausting and very taxing on your team. That's why I'm sharing with you four specific ways that you can support your team during a launch so that they can show up fully to support you. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. At this point in my career, I've been through quite a few online product launches, many of them being multi-million dollar launches, and some of them taking the entire year to plan for them. So if there's one thing I've learned, it's that launches can be extremely taxing on a team. And often if you have a launch model, you find your team burnt out after a launch and needing weeks, sometimes even a full month to recover. So how do we prevent that? How do we make sure that our teams can show up fully for us during a launch, but that it doesn't burn them out and impact their physical health or their personal life? I'm going to share with you four strategies that you can use to support your team during your next launch. The first strategy, fast communication. You know, your success in a launch is 100% impacted by your ability to pass information among your team members. Making sure that you can get the right information to the right people as quickly as possible helps remove errors that can happen during the launch. I have heard horror stories of the wrong offer going out in an email because somebody forgot to tell the copywriter or forgot to tell their email automation person. So making sure that you can communicate very fast and to as many people as possible in the team is really important. It also gives you the ability to make faster decisions, which we all know that when you have maybe a four or a five day open cart, that the speed at which you make decisions is really important. You can't wait 24 hours to make a pivot because you only have, you know, four days to sell this product, which means a 24 hour wait is a 25% loss. So you want to make sure that you have fast communication channels. This could look like a daily 15-minute huddle for your team. Some people call them a stand-up meeting, but I really like this when every team member hops on that's involved with the launch and just shares really quickly any information that everybody needs to know, any major changes, or lets people know where they're stuck so that the team members can support in helping them move forward. I also like setting up a separate communication channel. If you're used to only communicating via something like Slack or maybe your project management system, those can be a little bit slow and they can also be muddy with all the other projects and tasks that your business is running on a daily basis. So if you set up something like a Voxer channel, which is a voice communication back and forth, kind of like a group walkie-talkie, if you set up a Voxer for your team that they just use during launch, that's fully and 100% dedicated to launch conversations, that can be much faster way to communicate so that your team is able to disseminate information and get quick answers that they need. Now, keep in mind, this isn't just for your team. Remember, you are often the biggest bottleneck in your business, and that will 100% impact your success. So make sure you're available to your team as well, as much as possible and as often as possible while also having boundaries and protecting your time and energy during a launch. Okay, so the first tip is fast communication. 
The second strategy that you can use to support your team during a launch is empowerment. And I talk about this all the time, not just for a launch, but just period. If you want to be a CEO, a business owner, instead of just like running a business day in and day out, you have to have the gift of empowering your team members. So this is not something that you wait to do until you go into a launch. It's something you should always be doing, but especially before a launch. I want you to have a meeting specifically with your team where you talk about everybody's role and responsibilities during the launch, where you talk about the results that you want, the big picture result, yes, but each person, each department should have a specific area of responsibility that has a key result that impacts that big result, right? It's their key performance indicator that's gonna help achieve the bigger success of the launch. So you wanna make sure that everybody has clarity and ownership of their role and the result that it supports. This gives them the freedom to pivot without having to knock your door down every time they need to make a decision or make a change because they know what the result is, they know their position better than you do, I hope, And they are the ones that can probably make the best decision as to what to do to get to the end result. Now, you want to be clear in that meeting the kinds of decisions that you do want to be involved in. But too often, I hear business owners basically wanting to have their hand in every single decision down to the social posts that are going out. You need to have your hands in those big key decisions, but trust the team that you've hired to make decisions for their specific area of responsibility. But be really clear about the things that you do want to be involved in and then get yourself out of the weeds and keep your energy for the big work that's being done during the launch. And I promise you, if you do this, your team is really going to surprise you and show you what they're capable of. Now, I think about an experience that I had when I was traveling with my friend Stu McLaren and we were at the airport and right when we got there, his bag broke, right? His luggage was going everywhere. He had two bags and we basically combined all of his stuff into this other bag that he had. And granted, we're already late. We're doing international travel. And we're getting up to the person that he was checking in with. And he basically was talking to them about not wanting to pay this like extreme overage fee because his bag was, you know, going to be five or six pounds over the weight limit. And that person, that one customer service person at that desk was able to quickly make a decision that because of these extenuating circumstances, she wasn't going to charge him that overage fee. That created an amazing experience for us that we won't forget. Now, if that person had to call 15 people in order to get that exception granted, it wouldn't have been as great of an experience. But somebody empowered that individual to make a decision up to a certain dollar amount as long as it benefited the customer and it made sense for the company. And this was a perfect example of how you can do that in your company as well. Maybe it's up to a specific dollar amount. Maybe it's just certain areas of responsibility that they can shift in. But the more your team is clear on their responsibilities and the outcomes that they're responsible for, the more they're going to bring their best and be able to show up for the people that you serve. So the first strategy was fast communication. The second one was empowerment. And the third is thoughtful decisions. Because let's be honest, you're not always going to be able to be removed from every decision that's happening in the business. And I will just warn you, if there's one thing that I've seen frustrate and burn out a team more than anything, it is this right here. It's when the business owner is making decisions on a whim or because they had a great idea that impact the current launch and send a ripple effect, if not a tidal wave 
across the entire team. Oftentimes, you as the business owner, you're just not fully aware of the true impact of the decisions that are being made. So for example, one time I was working with a team and the business owner was making changes to things like the schedule, like the time that they were going to go live, they were making some little shifts to some wording and some copy. And what happened is that the community manager for that team ended up having to rewrite almost a hundred social media posts three times. They had to redo it three times. Now, they learned the lesson not to get that far ahead because this particular individual does have a tendency to change things as we get closer to launch, right? But that still had an impact that the business owner wasn't able to see. The business owner just thought, okay, I'm going to change the time. But they weren't thinking that all of the emails had already been written and scheduled, all of the social posts had been written, and all of the graphics had been created. So they involved pretty much every member of the team to go back and revise the work that they had done just to move something an hour up. So you always want to be aware of the ripple effect that happens when you make a slight change. Now, oftentimes these changes are actually stemming from fear. Maybe you got a new idea from a friend and you're like, oh gosh, she said I need to be doing this. Let's move forward with that. You can always table that for your next launch. You know, maybe you saw a Facebook ad and it said, oh, this is the new way to do this. Or you saw an ad and you're like, oh, we should really have this kind of thing on our sales page or whatever it might be. You can always table that for your next launch. Or maybe your team is doing something and it's not working within the first 15 minutes. Well, take a deep breath. Maybe it just needs a little bit of time to work. Or maybe you just need to give your team a little bit of space to make some improvements and make their own tweaks to improve things along the way. But you always want to be saying, what is the ripple effect of this? Little changes can have a big impact. One of the models that I like to think through when I'm thinking about what project I should move forward with or any changes that I should make in a business is this high-low model. So you're going to ask yourself and ask your team, because they probably know better than you do, what is the impact and what is the effort associated with this potential change? Is it high or low impact? Is it high or low effort, right? Asking that question can pretty quickly identify for you the changes or new ideas that you have that maybe just need to be thrown out because they are high effort, low impact, or maybe they just need to be tabled for another use or another time. Because yes, they're potentially high impact, but they are also very high effort as well. And then oftentimes we have a whole bunch of low impact and low effort tasks that build up over time that we need to be aware of because they're a distraction from those high impact activities. So the more clear you are on the high impact revenue driving activities in your business, the better you'll be able to avoid making decisions that distract your entire team, cause them to repeat work, put them behind, get them working overtime, and create general frustration and maybe even resentment. So make sure that you're making thoughtful decisions. What if you had the right story for the right person at the right time every time? Well, you can if you leverage my streamlined story system. I'm going to show you proven ways to collect, organize, and share stories like a pro. Just go to streamlinedstorysystem.com to check it out and use code creators to get a special discount. All right. So first strategy, 
fast communication. Second, empowerment. Third, thoughtful decisions. And finally, four, this is possibly my favorite because it's something that you can really easily do. It's personal support. So if your team comes in to a launch to where your corporate office is, or my friend Amy always has her team actually come to her home here in Nashville. If your team is coming to you, you want to make sure that you're pulling out all the stops, that they don't have to worry about a meal, that they have white space as well. You know, one mistake that I see people make who have the team travel to them is they don't actually create any white space for their team. So they wake up and they're with the team and then they work all day and then they go to dinner and they're with the team and they're still talking about business. And then they go back to the hotel or wherever they are and they're with the team and they're still talking about business. And we need to build in that white space because that's where our brains process and come up with the best ideas. So make sure if your team is there that you've got some white space and that you definitely nurture them with all the things. But what I find is that we often are doing virtual launches, or maybe you have part in-person support and part virtual support. And I've seen the virtual team get forgotten, and we don't do a good job taking care of our employees or contractors that are supporting our launch virtually. So my recommendation is that you find ways to support them because the launch will have an impact on them. It will require more time and energy than they typically give to your company, and it often impacts them physically and can even impact their personal life and their relationships that they have. If they have a family, I promise you their entire family is going to feel that you are in a launch. So we want to make it really easy for them to show up for you because I promise you if the people supporting you in a launch haven't eaten in three days, aren't drinking water, aren't getting bathroom breaks, aren't getting to see their spouse or their kids, aren't getting enough sleep, they aren't going to be showing up at their best for you. Now, it's one thing to tell your employees to get enough sleep and make sure you're eating and all of that kind of stuff. But when their plate is full with 80 hours of work that week, it's not quite possible for them to do that, right? And many people have families they're supporting. So when they're done with their full workday, they're immediately going to taking care of their kids and they get forgotten. So I encourage you to really make it easy. I was just talking to one of my clients, had two clients in the middle of a launch right now, and I was making a recommendation to this client to say, hey, here's just some tips on how to support your team and something that you can do while they're in the midst of the launch. And one of those is a gift card for food, like an Uber Eats gift card, a grocery delivery gift card. Maybe it's a gift card to one of those like meal delivery services. You know, we, my friend here in Nashville owns Eat Well Nashville, which is a meal delivery service. That would be like a great gift card to get if I were ever supporting somebody in a launch again. But how can you help provide meals for them and their family so they don't have to worry about that stress while they're supporting you during the launch. Maybe you typically give your team some kind of like fun little bonus, financial bonus after a launch. Well, if you know you're going to give it to them, maybe consider giving it to them before the launch and saying, this is for you, for your self-care, for extra childcare support, extra laundry support. You use this however you want to make your life more comfortable during the launch, because I know I'm asking a lot more of you during this season. So maybe think about giving all or some of that financial incentive or financial bonus ahead of time to support them. You can also do self-care gift cards, gift cards to places like Massage Envy or other local spas. And if you really want to just do something special that just 
There's something about it that I just love when we go above and beyond to really curate something. You could send a launch survival pack. Now, you could send the same launch survival pack to everybody, but I really love to customize things and to write a handwritten note. So before a launch, if you could take a moment to write a handwritten note to each person that's going to be supporting you in the launch, and because they're your team, hopefully you know some of their favorite things, you may know some diet restrictions that they have, you may know some random things about them, and you can send them a launch survival pack. I had previous people that I've worked with that know my obsession with avocados, and they have sent me avocado tree things to plant. They have uh, sent me dark chocolate because they know my absolute love for really good dark chocolate. They've sent me teas because they know I love tea. They've sent me mugs because they know I collect mugs, much to my husband's dismay. And anytime anybody curates a thoughtful gift for me, it just warms my heart. But when we do it with launch in mind, we fill it with like liquid IV, right? Those rehydration packets. We fill it with um, snacks. We fill it with mints, maybe like energy essential oils. We fill it with chocolate. We fill it with notes. We fill it with stress balls. I can just imagine what that gift pack would look like. So send a launch survival pack. That is another thing that you can do. All right. The four strategies that you can use to support your team during a launch are fast communication, empowerment, having thoughtful decisions, and personal support. I hope that you leverage at least one of these in your next launch. Your team will thank you for it. And I guarantee you that when you support your team in this way during a launch, you're going to get so much more out of them and you're going to be surprised with the results and how it impacts the overall success of your launch. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A. L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time.